With heating bills as high as they are, proper weatherproofing is essential. If you're working with a client to upgrade or build a new home, be sure to visit Golden State. They partner with respected brands such as Owens Corning, James Hardy for insulation and siding, as well as Marvin and Anderson for energy-efficient windows. They're a great option for a comfortable home with low-energy bills. Visit GoldenStateLumber.com, family-owned since 1954. Golden State, when you succeed, we succeed. What's up, Stephen Douglas? What's up, Steve? What's up, fellas? All I heard was Dinosaur Jr. <laughs> we, were, we were talking about that was your introduction to Dinosaur Jr. when uh, we were in Orlando together. I know you're out there. That's the only, those, the only <laughs> lyrics I can think of. <laughs> uh, that and your introduction to uh, Thunder, who you were terrified of. Thunder was terrifying. Yeah, terrifying. <laughs> uh, uh, we had some good to time. I just wanted to honk the horn. I didn't want to knock on your door to yeah. get you. I just wanted to honk. Roll the window up. <laughs> Roll the window up like he's Cujo. <laughs> he's climb in. Uh, every time you guys play in Orlando now, I just think about some of the old... Uh, the old uh, the old stuff that that we did while we were there. One of the things, and Steve will remember this. Remember when we went through late at night? We'd get back from a road trip and we would drive together, uh, and then drive back home. And driving back home, they had these toll roads all over the place, right? These, <laughs> Still these, do. Yeah. See, Steve, Steve knows. Steve knows. Steve knows what I'm going to say. Well, late since you know what I'm going to say, Steve, why don't you take the story? Well, as I remember it, I was driving and I came up to the toll and you said don't worry i got this one and you took some change out from the passenger seat and you lobbed it over the top of the car into the basket and, the, and I, i'm pretty sure like only a couple of the coins actually made it into the basket but we felt like the effort was good enough that we could go, go ahead and yeah. drive on the effort was good enough. <laughs> that should do it that's good uh, now, is uh, that how you remember the story? Or? That's exactly how I remember the story. Uh, yeah, it was uh, probably much like my shooting percentage on the road, which wasn't great. I was going to say, uh, you only just, needed 46 cents to go in uh, to yeah, get your 46 career shooting percentage. Yeah, so well, I think I chucked enough over. Like, I, I I did allow for some for some spillage, so threw it over <laughs> and right. figured, right. uh, yeah, I thought I had it calculated pretty well in my head, but I probably wasn't even <laughs> Was, wasn't even through the change. Wasn't even uh, wasn't even close. Anyway, uh, have you checked your emails today? Uh, you know, I did, and I oddly enough, I uh, I saw the email from yesterday. I finally got around to it, and there was no <laughs> mention no mention of carrying violations. So I what think the whole email? Yeah, I think the email thing was just like a bad rumor or something. Because maybe. Maybe some of the, the uh, coaches or I don't know, maybe someone was talking about it because I'm, I'm not quite sure how that made it out to the media. Was I the one who brought it up? I, I don't, I don't, I don't even know. know. Fake news? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, who, that doesn't exist, Tom. What are you talking about? <laughs> well, I heard it from you, Steve. I got it. I got it from you. So that's uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. There's at least I, I one got it from you. Yeah. So I guess I'm the. Uh, I'm the guy who you, provided the fake news, but you did. Uh, there, there, there was a there was an email, and it was about you know some of the the rules uh, that have been implemented, the take pow, and uh, you know a couple other things. And, and the email was kind of a league wide email about you know how things were going and how the competition committee 
uh, saw everything. And, and so after the game, I think our coaches were saying, you know, maybe, maybe that email was uh, discussed the carrying because it, I mean, you, you know, this there, there's, there's 15 carries in, in every game yes. and it, it's never called. And then for three to be called on one player, two of the two of the plays which had nothing to do with gaining an advantage. Like Jordan was just dribbling the ball to the side to get us in our offense, and they called two carries. That was bizarre because, um, I mean, you could nitpick that every game and call 15 of them. And I would say in my nine years of coaching, you know, yeah, I've, I've, I would on average say there's one carry called every 10 games or so. Um so that was it was just really weird. I still yeah. don't really know what happened. Yeah. I went to my email and I looked and I saw the email. Oh, <laughs> and I looked for the discontinued dribble and I didn't see it. Fake news. People fake said, news. Nothing nothing was there. Fantastic. Nothing about it. I don't know why they called it. They're always picking on me. I'm not sure why. Uh, not sure why. So, beautiful email. This spectacular email. <laughs> exactly. they, they say there's never been an email like it. <laughs> <laughs> Never been an email before like this one. I'll it's tell you one that. of a kind. It was a one <laughs> of a kind email. That's what they're it was saying. Incredible. Yeah. That's what they're saying, Steve. Uh, well, them. The likes. The likes of which has never been seen. Dude, that's <laughs> nailed it. That's that's it. The likes of which. That would have been amazing if you had got up there press conference. I checked my email. I didn't. It was a beautiful email. It really was. It was constructed beautifully by the league. But nothing about carrying at all. I didn't see it. That fake news again. Uh, so this is something that I mean, I'm. It just seems weird, Steve, because it's like eight games into the season. Like this is when you're gonna start calling this. Uh, I didn't look at the at the other games last night. I don't know how many others were called throughout the course of the game. Like it just seems like a random Wednesday game, like middle of the, not middle of the season, start of the season. Like now we're gonna emphasize this because Jordan's done those moves. The first seven games, it was just, it was very weird the way it just all of a sudden popped up, and it, I'm hoping they continue it because, as you said during the press conference, it absolutely is traveling, and the game would be better if they stopped it all together and said, look, we're not going to let you guys do this anymore because there are moves, crossover moves and such, that you do gain a big advantage from it. So I'm hoping they start. I just found it. The fact that that wasn't in the email. Now I'm like, what? What get? Did they just? Did the refs wake up and go, "Hey, let's just call carrying today. We're tired of this carrying crap. We're yeah. gonna call it." Like, it just seems weird, doesn't it? It does, especially because the league has always been uh, painstaking in creating change with any of the rules. You know, they they everything goes through committees. It usually goes through trial runs. Like the, the take foul this year went through an entire season uh, in a trial run in the G League last year and you know so this stuff usually has to be voted on by the competition committee implemented in the G League or summer league and then like you get these thorough uh, explanations in the coaches meetings in the summer and also officials will come around and talk to the teams so the league's always been great about really letting everybody know you know points of emphasis and and, you know, this one is, is really tricky because, and I, I said it to the media last night, I mean, Allen Iverson changed changed the league because nope. he, he made that play legal. Up until Iverson, you know, that uh, carry was a, an automatic violation. And then Iverson just sort of bent the rules 
And I think part of the reason was it was such an exciting move, and he was so spectacular to watch that the league just didn't really want to take that away from an entertainment standpoint. And in this league, you guys know this, if, if the players can gain an edge with, with anything, they will pounce. And so for the last 30 years, I mean, the, the entire ball handling repertoire of every player has completely changed to accommodate the, uh, uh, you know, the allowance of the carrying. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I mean, every young player now has the Iverson crossover and, and you know, they, they, you know, through the legs, carry it and then cross over or carry it and keep going the same direction. And it's really hard to guard. Um, but it's also provided like a ton of entertainment for the league. So I think there's always been a, the league has always sort of had a difficult time with this, but um, we just need to know why last night was all of a sudden you know, called out. No, I, I totally agree. That'd be real interesting to see what they have to, uh, to say about that, uh, to last night's game, I thought you guys played. Uh, they played well. Uh, I thought you played. Uh, the the compete level was good. Uh, defensively, I thought you guys played good. Offense, it worked, especially second, third quarter. Fourth quarter got wonky. They they threw that zone on you, and the turnovers started piling up a little bit in the fourth quarter, especially the last half of the fourth quarter. Just too many empty possessions. But what was it about the zone that kind of had you guys? Uh, flummox may not be the right word, uh, but I like using it occasionally, uh, so I'd throw it in there. But there was some like indecision with the with the zone and when to take shots. Sometimes maybe they were too quick, too deep. Uh, but the zone was good. What was it about the zone? You think when you looked at the the film that like kind of threw you guys off a little bit? Well, in the first half when they went zone, uh, we got the ball to the foul line area pretty routinely. And uh, Jamichael did a really nice job of getting in there and then making an extra pass and creating a a good shot. And then down the stretch, they kind of went to more of a matchup zone where uh, they they, they actually put a guy in the middle and then they, so that, you know, that, that middle pass was more difficult to be made. And then I thought, Sam Adebayo and Jimmy Butler were just incredible in the zone. Uh, one guy at the bottom, one guy at the top, they were covering so much ground. Even the play when, when uh, Butler uh, fouled Steph and it was overturned, that mm-hmm. was an amazing closeout. You know, I thought it was a foul, but, but regardless, just to get around the screen and to get a hand uh, in, in the play was remarkable. So I, I give Miami a lot of credit, and then, you know, I, I could have done better coaching wise in terms of trying to get our guys to, uh, to, you know, to attack it a certain way and, you know, in a better, get, get them to better spots. And we had a couple of good looks, but uh, we had several really bad possessions that, that really hurt us. And, uh, and we, we've got to do better going forward. And that, that, that starts with, with me. With heating bills as high as they are, proper weatherproofing is essential. If you're working with a client to upgrade or build a new home, be sure to visit Golden State. They partner with respected brands such as Owens Corning, James Hardy for insulation and siding, as well as Marvin and Anderson for energy-efficient windows. They're a great option for a comfortable home with low-energy bills. Visit GoldenStateLumber.com, family-owned since 1954. Golden State, when you succeed, we succeed. What companies would you want to work for? Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the prestigious Just Capital 2024 seal. 
Bank of America is ranked number one in the banking industry and number one for their ongoing commitment to workers, offering best-in-class benefits, including a minimum wage of $25 an hour by 2025. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. So let me ask you about that play that you uh, referred to, the one that was overturned. Mm-hmm. I, I like that call. Uh, I like the fact that if you get ball, you can, uh, as he said, high five. I don't think I've ever heard an explanation quite like that. <laughs> on uh, the mic, before. too. Yeah, he's so like, on the mic, uh, it was very, very, <laughs> very comprehensive explanation. Uh I don't know where you stop on that. Can you get the ball and then come down on somebody's shoulder? Can you? You can't come down on their head, of course. But I don't know where, because I do think if you get the ball as you know, grazing the hand or, or the high five, I, I don't think that's a big deal. But I don't know. I'm a little bit like lost on that. Like, okay, if I follow through, hit the ball. Can I follow through and hit his? Can I hit his arm? Can I hit his shoulder? Can I, you know, hit him in the? Can I just? Can, can I? Can I get the ball and then just steamroll him and step on him and then and, and go back on the fast break? I don't. Where Where is the line there between I got the ball and now I can get some of the hand, but that's it? How do they adjudicate that? It's a good question. Um, the the the, uh, the term high five I've I've heard used now. Okay. So the refs will say, you know, if a guy releases the shot and then the defender basically high fives him, you know, hits his, hits his hand after the release, it's not a foul. Um, so if if that's the rule, then you know, I guess I guess that's the way it is. I I personally believe that shooter, I would much rather have a clean shot and then a guy land on my foot than have somebody high-five me while I'm shooting. I think trying to make a shot while you're getting high-fived is really hard. You can't follow through. Mm-hmm. And so, to me, it clearly affects the shot. So, I'm not a huge fan of the uh, of that rule or the interpretation okay. of it. Whereas, you know, if somebody lands on your foot, like, it's an, it, sometimes it's a flagrant foul. But you're, getting, you're seeing guys get three free throws all the time on plays where the shot is basically unimpeded, but then somebody get, bumps into them, like, I'd rather that one went away than than the, the you know the one where they they get to hit you in the hand. I mean, I challenge anybody to try to make a shot while somebody's high fiving you. In fact, I think Tom, you should go out in your driveway tomorrow and just get Weston or Walker to high five you as you put up a couple jumpers and see if you can make it. I challenge you. I challenge no. you, Tom. Uh, I, I don't accept the challenge. I don't have a I don't have a bucket out there anyway. What am I going to shoot into my in my my porch? You throw a bunch of change in a, at a, at a toll booth. I, I could do that. Go in. Yeah. <laughs> now, I, let, let me in case I didn't make it clear. Let me say I don't. I think that should be a foul as well. But if you get the ball first, then right. I think the high five is fine. Because then you've right, already affected. Right. Then you've already affected the shot. Then, then the shot's not going to go anyway. And I don't want to give somebody. Uh, I don't want to reward somebody who had their shot blocked and take away a good defensive play by a follow through that at that point doesn't matter. Like if I right. if you don't get the ball though, I totally one hundred percent agree with you that that's Ooh. that's rough because guys I've seen them do it all the time. You know they'll take their fingers and hit you in the wrist, just a quick little flick, little like a snake bite, pa, and then your shot yeah. just goes haywire. So I, I do agree with you on that, but I think if you get the ball. Then you're rewarding a guy who's had a shot blocked, whose shot has no chance of going in anyway, for you know a, a, a grazing blow or a high five. That's all I'm saying. So, um, so when I watched the, the replay on the screen.
screen at the at the arena. I, I I didn't get a great view, but I thought, okay, he blocked it first, so that's why they overturned it. But when I saw it later on at the hotel uh, in slow motion, it looked like a foul. It looked like it was on okay. The he hit he hit uh, both the ball and his hand at the same time. Uh, okay. So, but I don't know that. Uh, I mean, it it looked kind of obvious. Steph Steph said. Um, you might expect, but he's not, you know, Steph's not trying to protect him. He just said, I thought I got fouled. Like, that's always called a foul. Somebody hits me on the arm while I'm, you know, on the, on the hand while I'm shooting. So he was, he was really surprised. Mm-hmm. That's a crucial no, moment, I, I, too. I get yeah. that, yeah. yeah. With heating bills as high as they are, proper weatherproofing is essential. If you're working with a client to upgrade or build a new home, be sure to visit Golden State. They partner with respected brands such as Owens Corning, James Hardy for insulation and siding, as well as Marvin and Anderson for energy-efficient windows. They're a great option for a comfortable home with low-energy bills. Visit GoldenStateLumber.com, family-owned since 1954. Golden State, when you succeed, we succeed. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to Jamaica and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. I'm talking to Steve Kerr on the uh, the UMA guest line. Uh, Steve, this, this point of the season, uh, eight games in here, uh, what is it that, and I asked Tom this the other day, because he always says, you know, it's so early, it's a small sample size, and then I think Tom said he likes to get to a quarter mark of the season, 20 games, and then sort of evaluate. What is it that you try to evaluate this early in the season or improve upon? Like, what what's the learning curve on, on understanding who this team is relative to other teams you've had and knowing what you've got to work on and improve on at this stage? Yeah, I mean, there's a few things going on at, at once. I mean, there's uh, transition defense, which has gotten much better the last couple of games. So I'm, I'm very, very happy uh, about that. Um, there's the fouling, which um, last night wasn't bad, but was really bad for the first you know, seven games. Uh, there's the combinations. I think that's what we're, you know, what we're really evaluating right now is the, the combinations off the bench. We know what our starting group can do. They just won a championship last year. They got the best five-man rating in the entire NBA. So what we're evaluating is what combinations off the bench are going to give us the best chance uh, to, um, you know, to, to, to really sustain an effort for 48 minutes. And, and what makes that challenging is we've got uh, some new players, guys like uh, Dante and Ty Jerome and Jermichael, combined with uh, some very young players who haven't played a ton. And um, so there's there's a lot of unknowns that we have to figure out um, here in the early going. And I agree with, with Tom. I think it, it, you know, it can take 15 or 20 games for a lot of that stuff to really become clear. The problem is you don't always have 15 or 20 games to mess around. Um, you know, you got to win some games, too. So, I'm confident. I, I love the effort last night. I thought the overall performance was better. Um, I think if we play that way, we'll start winning some games here. And and then we'll be able to do what we really would like to do, which is evaluate all this stuff while we're 
you know, treading water and, right. and, and, and winning games and not having to, you know, not having to worry too much about our place in the standings. All right, I'm going to have you play a little uh, guessing game here and see how close you, you can get to some of these absurd numbers. Copes brought this up earlier in the day. This is the anniversary of the highest-scoring game in NBA history in regulation. We opened the season at Denver when Paul Westhead was coaching, uh, was coaching Denver, and the numbers were obviously absurd in that game. Uh uh, 320 points scored. Uh, by the way, I remember my buddy telling me, Steve, that the line in that game, the total, was like 310 points. I was like, good lord, 310? Really? And then, and then it went over by... Yeah, it went over by 10 Hit points. the over. Right. <laughs> oh which, is, which is absurd. Okay, let's see if you can get within seven of this. Denver field goal attempts in the game. Oh, wow. Uh, 124. Oh, you were within seven. He covered. You're within seven. 130. 130. I covered, covered, yes. (laughs) You covered. uh, Number of free throws attempted combined. Combined? Within seven. Uh, Number of free throw attempted combined. uh, 61. Uh, you didn't quite make that one. Uh, mm. Combined was 104 free throw attempts. <laughs> what? That yeah. was the worst game ever to go to. Then. Oh, my God. 104. Okay. Uh, number of three-pointers made in the game. Let's see if you can get within four of this one. Really interesting one because three-pointers obviously were not that big of a deal at the time. Correct. Um, and and yet, Paul West had his team's probably shot more. And I'm I'm trying to guess how many were made combined. Correct. Uh, I'll go with uh, 24. Oh, not within four. Not even close. Oh, right. number of three pointers made combined six. <laughs> oh. We were two for four. They were four for thirteen. Uh, <laughs> two for four, 162 points. Oh, my God. That's incredible. Incredible. And we'll leave you with, with this one. Uh, within, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go within, within four sounds like a good number. For yours truly, number of points and rebounds combined. Oh, six and four. They're going to have that on your grave, Tom. It's just going to say Tom Tolbert, six and four. Six and four. <laughs> uh, wow. Wow. You're a little off on that one. So your, your guess is 10. You're a little off. Uh, I was 18 and 12, so I had 30 combined. So a little low nice. for me on that one. Yeah, that's a that's a good game. For, that's a that's a nice. Wouldn't it be nice if all of the games had been that that pace and he could have just you know been a been a you know average player and averaged eighteen and ten? Wouldn't that be great? Well, it, well, yeah, it would be great, Steve. But then again, I wouldn't have this job. I wouldn't be talking to you. <laughs> Yeah, good point. Good point. <laughs> I, I guess it worked out. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it worked out. It all I'm ex- worked out. I'm exactly where I should be at this point. Steve, as always, yeah. a lot of fun catching up yeah. with you. We'll do it again next week. Uh, have fun in Orlando.
Mundo. <laughs> Watch for the Mac attack. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, See you, Steve. Right. See you, Steve. <laughs> See you guys. Thanks. With heating bills as high as they are, proper weatherproofing is essential. If you're working with a client to upgrade or build a new home, be sure to visit Golden State. They partner with respected brands such as Owens Corning, James Hardy for insulation and siding, as well as Marvin and Anderson for energy-efficient windows. They're a great option for a comfortable home with low-energy bills. Visit GoldenStateLumber.com, family-owned since 1954. Golden State, when you succeed, we succeed.